Welcome to BuoyCast, your education lifeline. I'm Kate, your biggest fangirl and edgy cheerleader. And I'm Jen, your sideline biz coach that will push you to reach new heights. And together, we are BuoyCast. Join us as we navigate the interesting, the unique, and the extraordinary stories of real-life risk takers and change agents of learning. We'll offer insightful strategies for educators, sidekickers, and entrepreneurs when it comes to figuring out how to live your best professional life. Do not tackle your problems on your own, and don't wait to see what's next. Cast your line and take a risk. We're right there to guide you through it. Hey Kate, how's it going? It's going, it's going. I I missed recording this podcast with you. It's been a little while. I know. I think we just got sort of into like a quarantine funk, but <laughs> I think we're back, and or at least we're gonna try to be. So, yay, yay for that! Small celebration. Small the small things. Yeah, and actually. Um, we have, well, I should say we took a break from recording together, but we've been working on our courses like crazy over the last yeah. couple of I weeks. think that's what it is, to be honest, because yeah. there's so much that goes into creating a course that right. then trying to do another creative project on top is a lot. It gets heavy, but it was nice because um, as I was prepping for one of my courses on uh, branding your side hustle... I was able to reach out to my dear friend, Ben Cogswell. And so that's kind of an added little bonus eye to this episode. We're going to actually be sharing that interview with our audience. So I think that's so, excited. so, so cool. And, you know, just because I wasn't there, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, mm-hmm. what'd you guys talk about? Well, he, okay. So, so Ben Cogswell is also known as coach Ben and he and I've known each other for about four or five years. And he, and I met when he was in the role of a teacher on special assignment. Um, and for educational technology. And so we bonded over that and he's always just been such a positive change agent in that space. And he has a cute little icon that I'm like visualizing this. I'm like, I know him. Yeah. I know his icon. But you do can I see really? why he was like, I, I, yeah. why when it came to branding, I was like, I have to talk to Ben. Because um, he's done such a good job of just creating that personal brand in a really, in a really positive, like accessible way without, without a lot of the baggage that I think some people put around having a quote unquote personal brand. You know, he's well, done it really nicely. Okay. So let's just go to the let's elephant in the room. Because let's do it. I think we all struggle with how do you create a personal brand, mm-hmm. remain authentic, mm-hmm. compassionate, empathetic, and yet still promote without becoming like an egomaniac? I know. And it's really tough because, you know, I think haters are going to hate and judges okay, are going to judge. Okay, yeah. Get that tailor on. <laughs> I have to. I have to because you know, you and I've had that conversation. When you put yourself out in public, you have to get some thick skin. Yeah. You do. Yes. My skin is not very thick. Well, mine is getting thicker as I get older or so, or thinner. I think. Wait. (laughs) Side, it's thick. So, (laughs) but I'm just saying, 
It's like, I remember taking those risks in the early days um, yeah. of just kind of, you know, going into being a TOSA, but then also, you know, leaving and doing other things. And it was scary mm-hmm. until I just said, look, I'm going to be true. I'm going to be me. And not everybody's going to like me. Right. <laughs> okay. Totally. Totally. You're so right. And, and I guess that's the part that's hard for me is that it's less about wanting to be liked and more about wanting to make sure that the work I'm doing resonates, you know, matters. Yeah. It's part yeah. of a bigger picture. And it's really hard to know that when you're putting yourself out there um, and you're not necessarily in a, a position where people know how to access you. So like when I transitioned to be a teacher on special assignment back in 2013, I was, all I was trying to do was like, Hey, trust me, let me come into your space. Let me, let me help you with this. And it was real difficult to find that traction because, um, people didn't know how, and then it became, you know, I started second guessing my services and my, my, um, energy. And, and then I shifted when I started volunteering more um, at the regional level with our um, CAPQ community. And I felt like I did have, I did find the right space for my talents and that helped me build my confidence and, and share more openly. And, and then, you know, kind of my, my, I guess, quote unquote brand came out of that experience. It's hard. It is really hard. And I think, I think one is, is, having this idea of where you want to go. Right. Right. And you know, I say this a lot. It's this whole Cheshire cat thing. It's Alice is there and she asked her which way, you know, or she asked him, which way do you, which, where should I go? Right. And he says, if you don't know, it really doesn't matter. And so I think that's the important part about your personal brand. And then from there being authentic and true to the goal and being yourself. So, you know, I can't be you, right? It wouldn't fit right. It would seem just not true. And yet I have to figure out as I I go about, you know, connecting with others and, and being me and connecting in that way. And so that's a totally different thing than, um, you know, making connections at a conference where it's face to face. There is, you know, a piece to this, but the virtual part is really different. Yeah. And I think that's hard to get the right mix. I think so too. And, and Ben and I had a chance to talk about how he was able to pivot his brand just a couple of years ago from being coach Ben to um, Ben, the kindergarten teacher. And he's highlighting all the good work that he's doing with his kinder rockets. And he's also launching this incredible summer bridge program for kinders or students going into kinder. And he's actually doing a GoFundMe. And I, and I was just like, how can I help amplify? So we'll put that link in the show notes. Just help people be aware. He's amazing. You really stated to me, like, I'm seeing this now. I see the goal and the vision. Mm. And so I think there then is the choice. Is this a choice for me? Uh, that is interesting. Right. And so he's being really clear. It sounds like, and I can't hear the interview about where he wants to go. And I think that's part of it too. It's like Mm. when we put our personal brand out there, 
if we don't really have that goal, that mission, vision alignment, then we are all over the place. Right. And it like any it, company though, right? I mean, any, yes, nothing's yes. going to happen with the company if they don't have their vision and mission dialed in and if everything doesn't circle back to it. Okay. So you take me to the next point Uh-oh. is, is it about you or is it about them? Mm. Are How you, do you know the difference? Well, it's about servant leadership because if the For message, you and me, yeah. it is, it is. But if the message <clears throat> is I, 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 mm-hmm. you're probably not going to resonate with folks. Mm-hmm. But if the, re- the message you're giving is you, 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 mm. I'm going to be able to, you know, give you some strategies, some tips, you know, it's different. It's a vehicle for that authentic place. Totally. And that's really different than saying, look what I did. Now, there's a few people who are successful with the I, I, I. Right. We know them. Yeah. And especially <laughs> in like the, you know, whole Hollywood film area. Sure. There's some great successes or the music industry. But I'm not thinking that works so great for educators. No. And, and you're just, I feel like we're just scratching the surface on the bigger picture of like what it means to, to have a brand, but also like that it's okay to start in a place of I so that you can figure out where you're going Mm -hmm. and then why you're going there, you know? And, and even in the course that we're launching in a couple of weeks on building your brand, um, we, there's a whole section on writing a bio and what do you include in that? And how do you start telling your own story? Because I fear that if we don't start by deconstructing it at that kind of minute level, then yeah. we're not, then we're not really doing each other a service and, and helping, you know, those of those in the community that want to branch off, want to do their side hustle thing, want to launch a passion project or a niche thing. Like we're not doing you any good if we're not helping you start to figure out those building blocks so that you can come to a place where your brand means so much that you can stand anywhere. And if you had 10, 15 seconds to pitch who you are, you could do it right then and there because you're that skilled at like what your story is and who you are. And why I think you're doing so. I think that's a good point. I mean, you do need to know your story and you're also in that story, helping others see why you're the person yeah. to help guide, yeah. facilitate, whatever that may be. Um, I think this is something you and I've talked about a lot is that too often the, your story or the story uh-huh. or the whatever becomes the only thing getting out there. Yeah. That is a danger zone. It's like we need a siren. Except that, except that, like, I'm thinking about some of the Instagrammers I follow. Mm -hmm. Uh, One in particular, she posts about her life and she cooks and she does crafting. I kind of wish I had her life in some (laughs) way, but maybe that's it. But she has like this really funky, cool house. She's a great photographer, a great cook. She has two adorable kids and she's super sarcastic and snarky. And I really enjoy watching her stories. Um, I think there it works. Now, is there a teacher that could show us their classroom and that would work? Maybe. I think there's a lot out there that do. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, maybe that's different than I, 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 like I'm, as the audience getting something from this, like yeah. I'm walking away laughing out loud, mm-hmm. which is why I like to watch her. Cause she is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm getting decorating ideas and recipe ideas. So it's not like I'm just there for her benefit. She's giving me something. Well, talk about giving me. (laughs) Give me something. (laughs) You know what? Ben gives you a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, don't listen to this podcast if we're not giving you anything. Oh, God, please. No. Go. Bye bye. Swipe left. Go both. But if there are things that you're also looking for mm-hmm. that you would really like us to share, let us know. But yeah, we have stuff to give. Yeah, we do. And on that note, we're in a transition. I'm so excited to introduce you to Ben Cogswell or reintroduce you or have you say hi to him again. And on that note, uh, here we go. Uh, and probably someone who's familiar to you, or if not, will be soon. And this is Ben Cogswell. So Ben, hi. Hey, how you doing, Kate? I'm good. And I'm uh, sorry, your people are like, why is that guy wearing an astronaut helmet? Well, you you follow along the story, and we shall see. <laughs> I was actually gonna say, I like your getup. I like I like what's going on there. So I've known Ben for gosh probably four or five years, and um, I first met Ben when he was really creating major change in the world of teacher leadership and um, teachers on special assignment. And so um, Ben, Coach Ben, as he's known to so many people, um, really stuck out as, like I said, a change agent and a loud voice amidst a crowd who desperately needed that leadership. And I have grown to just respect and appreciate Ben and all his vision and all of his gifts over these years. Um, Then he pivoted. To being a kindergarten teacher. And so as we were putting together our resources and thinking about personal branding, um, Ben, you came to mind because you have done it not only once, but twice really successfully in the world of education, which is not necessarily the place where you find or you hear a lot about personal branding. In fact, I think educators kind of steer away from that. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Disagree? I mean, I would overall. I kind of would agree, and it's and it's interesting because I I feel like when I started, I didn't have this wasn't a goal of mine, right? And right. it just it, it just kind of happened. But you know, kind of having a, a quote unquote brand is is also useful, um, you know, for 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 you as a person. It's kind of like that stamp of uh, you know the seal of approval for yourself, right? I mean, at least like when I think about it, I, I love that it gives, it kind of focuses me like as an English teacher, I really appreciate themes. And so I, I have grown my personal brand um, to almost be like a personal theme, kind of like heart Kate, you know, the, the heart sticker, you know, the heart first and thinking about how, you know, you can be a service, a servant leader first and foremost. And so I've actually thought this is a fun way to talk about you and your story would be to look at some, I found this really interesting article and it's a, it's written kind of topsy turvy, but I think it's an interesting way of thinking about it. It's called uh, 23 personal branding mistakes you should avoid, but you won't. Ooh, right. So it's kind of like an, a triple dog. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So um, five of them really stood out to me. And the first one, I'll read it to you guys. And then I'm going to pose a question to Ben. So here we go. Number one, getting away from your truth. So these are mistakes. The mistake is getting away from your truth. 
or trying to create a false perception of who you are or the idea of trying to quote unquote fake it till you make it. So my question to you, Ben, is who are you? Well, I think, sorry, I, I just had a, a little fear goes. I think the, the great question is, it's like, you have to be, when you are kind of creating something, you have to be who you, you want to be, right? Or, or, or you, have to, you have to be okay with that, right? And so for me, you know, as I hold this little pin up, this was like this little, this little drawing I did. And literally, I just didn't think of anything of it when I did it, right? Um, in about five minutes. And um, it's, you know, I got my orange, orangish beard and my brownish reddish hair. And it just kind of became my, my Twitter profile. And I guess I didn't think anything of it, but um, you know, I guess a, a lot of people, when they look at that pin, they, they very, you know, they see me. Yeah. Um, and so uh, hopefully but they feel you. Yeah. Well, that's what I, you know, it's hard for it. Sometimes I feel like it's hard for me to say that because, you know, trying to be, uh, I feel like it can sound, I don't know, egotistical a little bit, but you know, mm. when we're talking about, you know, the things we do well, sometimes I think that's hard. And so, you know, I, yeah. I try to be, as you know, Kate, I try to be positive and, yep. you know, I try to encourage people. And I guess, you know, for a lot of people, that's just kind of what it became. And, you totally. know, it was, it was simple and it was, it was not like super professional, but I guess it was, it was more about the message, you know, that carried yeah. with me. Well, and, and definitely like I, um, I actually had my Ben pin and my ditch that textbook pin. Those were the only pins on my backpack and, um, still are <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, be, because I think it does, it feels like you're carrying that person. Like, I feel like I have like Ben on my side, like, like literally a pin on my backpack, but also just that like reminder of like someone else is out there trying to, trying to switch things up. Someone else is out there messing around with the status quo and that feels good and that picture is like it feels like anybody could have doodled it right it's not to produce no and and i don't feel like you know i, I think if i would have it would have been much different if all of a sudden you know like um i had this super fancy you know graphic artist done image right. you know like what it, it, it i guess it also says something a little different and so um that's just kind of what it started and yeah. um and then it, it just kind of created and I, and I guess you know I never really thought anything of it I just one day I made some stickers and I and I started putting it on my stuff you know because you go to technology conferences yeah. and you have a lot of adapters and dongles and it's yeah. like whose is whose but then people just started kind of asking me for the stickers and then it just totally. it just kind of went from there and then um you know I hope I hope as I said that people they can see it right and and then there's coach Ben right there's and he's coach just ben. you got to do your best and trying to push you a little bit out of your uh comfort zone Definitely. Well, it, that's a perfect example, which is going to take us to the next, the next mistake that people can't make, which is to use a logo instead of your face. So the idea is when you're building a personal brand, your face is your icon anywhere and everywhere. So, so that, that's, is that like good job? I guess I like, I didn't I know. Right. It. Like high is. five. I don't know. Look, it's even if I hold it right there, it looks like, it, you know, like I don't you. even know to Photoshop anything. <laughs> Well, it's so funny. I was speaking of dongles and stickers. Literally today, I noticed that my dongle, which I can't show you for fear of losing my audio, um, did not have my heart's Kate sticker on it. So I put that on there. But it's interesting. I don't know if you agree with that or disagree with it. Well, I don't know. I, 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 your I, face. No, I don't know. I think it, I think it depends. For example, yeah. I think about like, you know, when I was doing, you know, uh, back then, here was my coach band logo. It yeah. was like a face, right? But like, I feel like it depends kind of what you're representing. For example, like, these are my Kinder Rockets, right? And this is my little Kinder Rocket button. And I'm not necessarily representing myself. I'm representing a group of people. And so I don't necessarily want it to be a face, right? Right. Um, 
So I think in, in part it depends on are you are you trying to um, connect with people as an individual or an organization? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. And and part of what we're discussing right now is just that you know it's okay to stand tall with a personal brand. Like there's nothing to. I don't know if you said it before we were recording or as we were recording, but there's nothing, there's not, there's nothing bad about letting people know what you're capable of doing. And I think in education, we kind of sit in judgment of that. We, I think we're the worst for ourselves. Like we judge ourselves and be like, calm down. Like it's whole digital badge phenomenon. Like don't show off what you know how to do. It's like, but maybe it's okay. You know? Well, I think um, it's also interesting. I think about like you, you, certain people create stuff like, you know, it's another, I'll see stuff from uh, some uh, unknown website and it like teachers create things and sell it. And then they yep. put their name like all over the bottom of yep. it. And like, I have to, if I use it, I make a copy for my child and it just has this like, you know, created by this person. And, and I feel like if, when I like create stuff, which I don't sell, I just give away by the way. Yeah. And I just put my coach Ben face on it. I feel like that's a, a, a much different message. Like mm. I'm trying to send them with the joy of like, Hey, do your best on this right. worksheet versus like, my name that's on here, you know? And so I think in part, I, I just think again, it's, it's how you're, what is that brand that you're doing and, 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 and how are you using that brand, right? You're using right. it to share and inspire. Right. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think I sat, I sit in a really weird position because I'm an educator. Uh, I will always be a teacher. I always am, always will be. Um, and yet I am working as a consultant for myself and a business with a business partner. And so things that, um, the way I, I looked at things before when I was, um, creating kind of doing things on the side versus now, like, I guess my perspective has shifted a bit. Um, but to your point, like it, my perspective around like selling your stuff versus giving it away. Um, I just, I, I choose I choose to accept it as a gray area, but to your point, I think you give great advice, which is if you're going to be like putting your name on your stuff and asking people to contribute money back, like be thoughtful about what your name appears. What it, what, what it looks like, right? Yeah. And how it makes people feel like a big old name is going to make someone feel real different than a quiet little nine point italicized, you know, something on the bottom and it's still going to accomplish the same job. Right? No. And, and that's definitely true. Right. Yeah. So, so again, for num number two, right? What what was uh, number three? Where are we at on our list here? Okay, we have not telling a compelling story to trigger the emotion of the target audience and build a connection with them. So basically, people just jump into a cell of a brand rather than helping people emotionally connect to them. And so, I think that this you have to tell us what's your most compelling story like right now. Well, I definitely think I feel like, um, you know, my, my compelling story, right, is what I'm trying to do with my students. And I just have this little shirt that I made last year, but right as I showed up, right, these are my, this, this is my Kinder Rockets, right? And so one of the Tell things- Tell people about what Kinder Rockets is. Kinder Rockets, thank you, thank you. I'm yep. a kindergarten teacher, and so I was a technology coach working with uh, teachers, and now I'm a kindergarten teacher. And of course, um, the world that we live in currently, it's very interesting being a kindergarten teacher when I go into like a, a Google Meet or a Zoom with 18 five-year-olds. I mean, can you only imagine that, right? Like, 
it is, it, you know, but they do great. I got to give it to them. And, and part of that is Kate, like, this is what we are, right? I am yep. a Kinder rocket. Like when they're sitting there in their house and they're struggling with something, I mean, this is what we, this is what we always say. Like, this is our brand. We're, we're kind, we're safe and we do our best. Right. So when we're sitting there, I'm a Kinder rocket. I just do my best. Right. Or, you know, remember like, how are you treating people? And so yeah. I think it's, it's, it's really about, you know, that's what the Kinder rocket is about. It's about the, the, the narrative you're creating and, and, and I think that the the brand is is really about uh, helping share that narrative, right? It, if mm. I don't have something to kind of put it behind, like what do you say? You're just a person. You're safe. You're kind. You're your best. But all of a sudden, we have this imagery and we have this this logo, right? And it has a lot more of a meaning to people. And so, um, definitely, I would agree with that. You need to have a. You don't just create a brand, you know. To, to you want to you to just I want to sell stuff, right? You know. Right. We all do these things like you're doing your you're doing your business because you want to help people, right? Yeah. You're not you're not just trying to like line your pockets, you're trying to make change in, and and grow people and and be yeah. of service to them. So mm -hmm. I agree. Well, okay, so I'm going to deviate slightly. Please tell me, I haven't even asked you this. How the heck did the New York Times pick you up? Tell people this story because all of a sudden I'm sitting on Twitter a couple weeks ago and my dear friend Ben's beautiful red beard shows up on my feed under New York times. And I'm like, of course, but what's the story? I mean, it was, it was, I don't know how it's interesting. I don't know how some of this stuff happens, but there was a, 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 a wonderful um, a lady named Mary Kelly. And she had come to one of my uh, sessions at, at uh, fall Q about fun, okay. having fun with phonics. And so, um, I guess I was, in, I was, I was, it was in the evening I was at school and I got a, a, email from the New York times. And I said, Oh, cool. New York times had better email them back. And, you know, <laughs> so she had given him my name and then I just kind of talked to him about, I mean, this was, this was before school was closed. Right. Yeah. And these were just kind of all speculation at this point. And so, um, just that whole, that, I guess it's that whole thing, you know, with uh, kin kindergartners are able to navigate this, this, yeah. this world. Right. Yeah. So are, are, do you have kinder rockets outside of your classroom now like do you have kiddos coming I mean, into your meetings all the time from other places well i mean it's different right because i have my classroom setting where it's just like my google meet right and okay. then i have like for example my facebook page where yep. i where i share with like anybody's a kinder rocket right i mean right you can come as a family and it really just started this whole idea that you know all of a sudden schools are closed and people really don't know what to do and and, yeah. and you know uh, how do you connect with people everybody has a facebook page you know not everybody has yeah. internet like where I live, but everybody has a Facebook page. So everybody has a YouTube channel. So let's use those two things that everybody has and just uh, start connecting with people or also, you know, those, those other families that, you know, their teachers aren't quite as ready. You know, I'm, I'm a public school teacher. And if, if, you know, other teachers or you as a, a parent need my help, then I'm doing this for free anyways. I mean, right. I can share with you. Totally. And, and I love what you said there about, um, like doing it, doing it openly and meeting people where they're at. Like, I think that is especially important when we're talking about someone who maybe is an educator or just, um, you know, a blossoming professional who's like, I got this, I got this itch. I got this niche. I got to get out there and I want a side gig and I don't know how to do it. And I want a brand and I got to start. Um, but go where your people are, right? Like first know who your people are then go where they are. And you did that kind of without even processing it. I think it, you just arrived at it really quickly, but I don't think everybody always thinks of that. I think they go to where they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it was, again, a lot of what I feel like I've done, it is just has, have, has blossomed out of circumstance and mm -hmm. it just, 
you know, I, I thought for me, again, it was, it, it was important to have a logo for my classroom, right? And a theme right. for my classroom. And that's kind right. of where the whole thing started. And then just everything else that's gone and, you know, gone along with it at, at, at this point um, um, has kind of gone from there. And just like, uh, you know, how it's also kind of evolved, right? Yeah, totally. Um, so let's talk about that. The next one I have here. Um, so it goes back to audience. So a mistake that people make, they don't know who their audience is. So they end up focusing on everybody and then they're kind of nothing. Right. And so your audience shifted dramatically when you went from being coach Ben to Kindle rockets, um, or Ben Tosa to kindergarten teacher. So how did you pivot? How did you do that so successfully? I don't know. A lot of it was just, I feel like a lot of the skills, um, you know, are, are, are transferable in, in, a, in a lot of different ways. Right. I mean, um, I was in a role where I was trying to coordinate and, and work with, you know, 300 different adults. Right. And so there's a lot of, you know, management pieces there and, mm-hmm. and tra- having to translate that into the classroom, but taking some of like this, I guess, some of the systems approach, like, you know, if, if I just think imagery is, I've always thought imagery is so important, you know, yeah. and when like we had my Alice Al Ed tech, which we, which was uh, a, a lettuce, right. And, <laughs> and it was originally this hand-drawn thing, of course. And then Josh Harris, he made it into this beautiful piece of work and eight and a half by 11 sticky. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and it, and it gives people something I think to picture, right. It, it gives, mm-hmm. it gives that image for people. And, totally. and so like when, again, the kindergartners come in, right. And they see space around their classroom, you know, and, and, and again, like the astronaut helmet, it's, it's not just about like putting a brand to have a brand, right? It's about, I have this brand so I can help inspire people at this yeah. point, right? People need inspiration. If me sitting here and having a helmet on and being able to do, check this out. I mean, amazing. <laughs> right. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, you, you have that again, you have that because you, you, you're, you're sending that message, right? Absolutely. And it's familiarity. It's consistency. It's, it's helping their brains not have to process so much at the same time, like just focusing on the what, not the who. Um, okay. So my last question for you, it, it goes back to um, the reality of all this, right? And the dance and the like bizarre place we're in as edupreneurs, right? People, educators that are professionals that are figuring out kind of this, this, businessy side of just living their life and sharing their resources. Um, and so one of the mistakes uh, is listening to others' opinions and judgments and letting the negativity kind of come over you. So do you have any tips or tricks for how you deal with any, I, I mean, I can't imagine negative energy towards you, but then again, I can't imagine there aren't crazy people in the world. So no, I mean, there's how do you always, deal with it? everybody, you know, everybody kind of, nobody can get along with everybody. Right. And we all have our ups and our downs with people, but I just really feel like, um, I've always just felt like, and you've heard me say this before, Kate, feedback is the breakfast of champions. And so at first it really, it it eats sometimes at you and it bothers you, but right. The the only thing you can really do is be constructive. And even if it's just that one person, right. It's like, Oh, you know, this person, you need to do this, this, and this, right. So you got to like, Oh, you know, if they don't like it, maybe in the beginning, I'm not going to change it, but maybe in iteration down the road, you know, I might. And um, if it, it, I guess the other thing is if you're hearing it from a lot of different people, you know, sometimes maybe that's that pivot point, right? If you're getting yeah. that feedback and, and people are saying, you know, Ben, that you're doing this, blah, 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 then you, you got to go that other direction. And that's mm-hmm. just, I think we got to be okay with that and just realize that as people, we're all uh, fallible and uh, mm-hmm. we have, we growing is that's a great part of life, right? Growth. Right. Well, it's almost like negative feedback is really a perspective, right? You could also Mm -hmm. see it as just like 
constructive, helpful. I mean, if people are punks and like actually being critical for critical that's just, you have to like, just, you know, broken. that's just what happens sometimes. You say, yeah. hey, you know, if that person disagrees with me, I'm not going to get along. But right, right. then you, maybe there's still that one kind of takeaway, you know, what could I have done differently to, to avoid that situation? Or what right. could, how could I, how could I have made that a little better? And even then there's some, some learning. So we just, I guess, do our best. I mean, I just, I think once again, like you, you, you have always been to me, like just that shining light of someone who is willing to like stand up and ask tough questions and put yourself out there. And I think what's admirable about that is you do run across like the whole gamut of responses and people watch the way you react. And so just, and I've never even told you this, but I have always admired the way that you handle those, any types of interaction that I see you involved with, any kind of direct call out or face-to-face or whatever. Like you just, you just have a real sense about you of like, we're going to be cool. <laughs> like This is going to be okay. Well, and it you. does kind of calm things out. So, um, the secret I is just, you just get an astronaut helmet and then you can do this. I know. Right. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I took a few breaths. I'm okay. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just breathe, I need to get you know? a buoy for around my neck. Uh-huh. So oh. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing this and where can people find you if they want to connect with you personally or kinder rockets or both? Well, I mean, my I have a uh, a website uh, www.coachben.org, and that kind of will take you everywhere um, to my uh, classroom webpage. My uh, uh, from there, but the other place you can go if you want to see my kindergarten classroom is kindrockets.org. So there's there's coachben.org and kindrockets.org, and uh, you know, well, that, still staying on go. brand, man. Two two links tied to brand, easy to find. That's it. I do my Keep best, right? Keep it simple. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ben. Appreciate it and good to see you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to BuoyCast. For show notes, bios, and contact information, visit us at buoyconsultants.com slash buoycast. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And remember, the future is foggy. So hang on to your buoys. Yeah, boy! Yeah. <laughs>